Welcome in everyone to this Bastards series prediction show, the final one of the season. The Red Sox just wrapped up a brief two-game set against the Tampa Bay Rays, wrapping up their homestand for the year, dropping both games, unfortunately. They now head to Baltimore to take on the Orioles for a four-game set to wrap up the 2023 season. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. I'm here with Micah Storms and Terry Cushman. So guys, let's get into these last four games here, starting with Thursday night, 635 start, Chris Sale going up against Dean Creamer. Micah, who do you like in game one? I think next year you should keep track of um, the prediction record of each um, host. I think that would be interesting because I, I have to be under 30%. I've been just dreadful. Um, so maybe people are like betting what the opposite that I say. Um, that'd probably be wise. But um, in terms of this game, uh, Chris Sale against the Orioles this year, just absolutely dreadful. He's had four starts where he's given up five runs or more. Three of them have come against Baltimore. I really don't even care who the opposing pitcher is for Baltimore. Um, Kramer's okay, but I have to see Chris Sale have a good outing against Baltimore before I actually pick him to win a game. So give me the Orioles. Terry. Uh, for the rest of my natural life, I will probably never pick Chris Sale to beat the Orioles. Like they destroy him. If John Henry's wife was the starting pitcher for the Orioles, I am picking them against Chris Sale. So no need to get into it further. Orioles win game one. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I don't trust Chris Sale against the Orioles. Uh, Kramer has been a little bit off his last couple of starts, but um, Chris Sale in that ballpark against that team that is looking to clinch, uh, so they still have a little bit to play for. I just think they're going to tee off on him, and we talked about it on the last show that I just think Chris Sale's reached that point in his career where he's pretty much cooked, so um, I don't think he's going to give you much on Thursday night, so I will also take the Orioles for game one. Game two, Friday night, 7.05 start. Nick Pavetta for the Red Sox going up against the recently returned John Means. Micah, who do you like in game two? I like the Orioles as well in this one. Uh, the Orioles are the seventh best scoring offense in baseball since the um, All-Star break. Uh, they don't do it via the home run they just hit a ton of doubles they have the most doubles in baseball since the all-star break so um i just i don't like pavetta against this offense the orioles offense is is just really tough and as long as they have something to still play for and they have a pretty full lineup um i'm going the orioles terry This is a tough one for me. Um, I'm going to give the edge to the Red Sox here. Um, you know, Means is not an overpowering pitcher. He's never going to he's never going to punch out, you know, eight to ten guys consistently. Nick Pavetta has been pitching very well. The one thing in the back of my mind is they don't have Batista uh, as far as I know, he's still out with a with an elbow injury, which is actually at least a partially torn UCL. And for some reason, Cano the, used to be their eighth inning guy. He's been elevated to the ninth inning now. 
Uh, the Red Sox have hit him pretty good for some reason, and I think Pavetta can give the, the Red Sox a little bit of length if they can at least just put up a few runs. I, I can see our bullpen kind of outdueling Baltimore's bullpen. So I'll, I'll give the Red Sox uh, the the win for game two. I'm also going to give it to the Red Sox. And a lot of this has to do with Nick Bavetta, who I think wants to be back next year and wants to be in that starting rotation. I think that he's his last outing was was pretty good. And I think he you know, you saw a lot of fire from him. I think that he's out to prove that I should never have been moved to the bullpen. I should have been in that rotation from day one and should have made 35 starts and you know, all that. So I just think he's going to, he's going to really bring it on Friday. I John means is a tough matchup because the Orioles handled him very well coming back from injury. He was great in his rehab starts. He's been great since coming back. Um, But you're right. He doesn't throw hard. And I could see the Red Sox, you know, with Rafaela and, you know, all these young kids, I could see them kind of jumping on him a little bit. So I'm going to give the Red Sox game two. And again, a lot of it has to do with, I think Pavetta is out to prove something and whether it's because he wants to be a starter here or he wants to be a starter somewhere else, but I think he's out to prove something. So I'll take the Red Sox game two. game three, Saturday night, seven fifteen. This is a Fox game. Uh, Cutter Crawford going up against Kyle Gibson. Micah, who do you like in game three? It, it, it's so hard to pick because I don't know what the, you know, the, the Orioles offense will be and, you know, what they're, are they going to throw Gibson for three or four innings just to keep his pitch count down? Cause the playoffs are coming. It's hard to pick, but if we're just assuming they're going to play a normal game, uh, I'm going to give the, I'm going to pick the Red Sox in this one. I think, Kyle Gibson, nothing special. I'm going to predict a Rafael Devers home run in game three. Terry. This is another tough one for me. Uh, Surprisingly, Cutter Crawford has not faced the Baltimore Orioles this year. So uh, that's interesting that he managed to get away with that until now. Um it's a tough matchup because Gibson, you know, like Micah said, not great. And if the Orioles win two more games, it doesn't matter who they pitch. They're going to clinch the division at that point. So um, I guess gun to my head. Give me the Orioles. Game three. I'm taking Baltimore as well, and it's not for the best reason, but, you know, national game, national stage for a team that hasn't been on the national stage for quite a while. And obviously I'm talking about Baltimore. You know, they'll potentially have a chance to clinch depending on what happens. Um, I think they're going to want to put on a show. And Cutter Crawford is the kind of pitcher you can do that against because he's very fastball heavy. So I think they can kind of sit on that and tee off on him. Kyle Gibson's pitched pretty well against the Red Sox throughout his career. It's four and four with an ERA under four. Um, and he's a sinker baller. So I don't know what the Red Sox lineup is going to look like that day. Cause it, you know, it's really at this point, just pick names out of a hat, but you know, if it's the younger guys like Abreu, Rafaela, Valdez, I mean, Valdez likes to launch. 
that's his thing. You can't launch against a, a heavy single baller like Kyle Gibson. So I could see him kind of, you know, throwing off the lineup a little bit and, you know, kind of forcing them into some bad at bats. So I'm going to take Baltimore in game three. I just think that that, that stage, I think, suits them better than it suits the Red Sox. So with that, game four, the final game of the season, Sunday, 3.05 start, Tanner Houck going up against Kyle Bradish. Micah, what do you got? I'm a big Bradish fan. Um, so if he does indeed pitch in this game, I'm just going to take the Orioles. Um, Tanner Houck, his last two outings have been really, really poor. So he's giving me no reason to believe that he's going to go out and throw a good game. I feel like for him, it's an important start because I don't know how many more starts Tanner Houck has left in him. Um, I think the, the, the more and more he looks poor in the rotation, the more and more he just seems more like a reliever. So uh, I'm going to go with the Orioles and I think the Red Sox will lose three out of four in some capacity. It might not be the order I picked, but, I just think there's going to be a lot of excitement in that ballpark and Boston has nothing to play for. Terry, what do you got? So Bradish has been essentially the ace of the Orioles staff uh, this year. Impressively, he's 12 and seven with a two eight, six ERA. Um, I remember seeing this guy pitch last year and I'm like, oh, what a bum. He's just being trotted out there until this Orioles organization finally starts signing some pitching. And little did we know he would really break out this year. Uh, he's made two starts uh, for the Red Sox. Uh, the first one was in the very first series of the year. We absolutely destroyed him. He only lasted two and one third, giving up seven earned runs however uh just uh, a couple weeks ago he went six strong innings only gave up four hits two earned runs struck out nine of us and just completely shut us down if he makes that start and he might not because they might want to give him a little bit of extra rest well actually he could still make it anyway because they're going to have a bye uh, assuming they win the division. So I guess, yeah. But either way, I, I don't see I don't see Hauk solving his problems against probably the best lineup uh, in the American League. So I have the Orioles winning three out of four. I'm also taking the Orioles in the finale. I have no faith in Tanner Hauk anymore as a starter. Talked about it on the last show. I just think he's a bullpen arm at this point. Uh, took a big step back this year. And Kyle Bradish has been, like you said, Terry, pitching like an ace. Kyle Bradish has been pitching the way that no Red Sox pitcher this year out of the rotation has pitched. Over 100 pitches going into the seventh, eighth innings, striking out nine guys. You know, that's that's how good he's been. So, you know, I know the Red Sox roughed him up early in the year, but that started a couple, you know, a couple weeks ago. I, I think it was the September 8th game. You know, he struck out nine Red Sox. In that game, it was an eleven to two pounding from the Orioles. So, I could see something very similar happening. And obviously, like you said, the caveat being that Bradish actually makes the start because Baltimore could decide if they clinch a division by that point. Yeah, you know, 
throw someone else out there, give him a rest, you know, don't don't stress out his arm anymore. But assuming it's still Bradish versus versus Hauk, give me Baltimore in that finale. I just Bradish is too good. So I've also got the Orioles taking three out of four. So that is how we kind of see the Red Sox season ending, going out with a whimper, kind of like they were all year. So it's fitting, I think. So with that, we will wrap this up. Uh, we've got our Bastards Roundtable episode coming out on Friday. We're going to be talking about Alex Cora and his position with the team next year and sort of what the coaching staff's going to look like, the other front office moves, you know, what could shift uh, as the offseason gets underway pretty soon. And then the weekend crew will have you guys next week to recap this final series of the year against Baltimore. So everyone have a great weekend, and we will see you later. Take care.